Mark chapter 1. At that time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. Just as Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, you are my son whom I love. With you I am well pleased. At once the Spirit sent him out into the wilderness and he was in the wilderness for 40 days being tempted by Satan. He was with the wild animals and angels attended him. After John was put in prison, Jesus went into Galilee proclaiming the good news of God. The time has come, he said. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. God always blesses the reading of God's holy word. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this text. Thank you for coming to save us. Lord, be our teacher today. Lead us, shape this proclamation that these words of mine may not be my words, but they may be your words. And may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be pure and acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Amen, amen. Well, who is in charge here? That's, the, that's a key question. In our story, Jesus goes into the wilderness. Are the beasts in charge? Scary beasts? No. Is Satan in charge? No. Herod Antipas, who has... John the Baptist put in prison, later executed. It was a weird, kind of gross scenario. Is, it, is he in charge? No, not really. Jesus has news for us. He has an update for us about who's really in charge. Jesus went into Galilee after he comes out of the wilderness, proclaiming the good news of God. Imagine coming out of a wilderness into a setting where a colleague, John the Baptist, has just been jailed and having good news. Good news. It's a tall order. Good news after wilderness, good news after beasts, good news after temptation. In Lent, we face our frailty, our sin. That's what Lent is on the church calendar. It's a time of year in the church calendar as we move toward Jesus coming to save us that we look at ourselves and go, wow, I really, I need help here. Church calendar is helpful that way. Of course, it's Christmas every day for Christians. It's Easter every day for Christians. It's Pentecost every day for Christians, of course, you know. But there's something about the calendar that helps us kind of get into the rhythm of that to dive into parts of that. So this is what we do in Lent. We dive into the part of the Christian story where we need, we realize we got beasts, we got wilderness, we got temptation. We're not alone there. We face our frailty, our sin, our world sins, our pains, our struggles, our beasts, our wildernesses, the devil's temptation in our lives, and our ultimate destiny of what my Navy SEAL friend used to say was called the dirt nap. Everybody dies. But there is still good news to proclaim. And here it is, verse 15. The time has come. The kingdom of God has come near. 
God comes near to us in Jesus Christ and brings his whole regime. Jesus, the son of God in the flesh, is that regime change. Sin's reign is not the last word. Death's reign is not the last word. Hatred, anger, fury, fear is not the last word. Your past labels put on you, powerful testimony about the stigma of being an orphan, being cast off in society, that is not the last word on us. Because the word, Jesus, literally called the word in John chapter one, the logos, which means the word and so much more, lands here among us as the last word on everything. He's the first and the last, it turns out. Kingdom has arrived, his kingdom. Regime change has begun, it's underway. What does it mean for us? It's the call to repent and believe it. To repent is one of those, you know, 50 pound spiritual religious words. Metanoia just means to turn, to turn away from sin and toward Jesus Christ. The call here is to repent, to turn toward the new regime, to live into its regimen and to express God's reign. New regime, new regimen, new reign. The last word on everything, on everything, is this new regime. This is what's breaking through in Russia, through Alex's work. It has arrived in Jesus Christ, it's near. It's not fully expressed in temporal terms yet. The kingdom is still unfolding. It's not fully enveloping, but there's signs of it everywhere. Very real, you saw the pictures of it. We see it in each other. We see it in the children who come to our church, the high schoolers we met with this morning, the kids over there now. We see it in the lives of Alma Hansen, a dear old saint who passed away uh, in December and, or in January and was taken to be with her beloved in heaven, a dear saint. We celebrated her life yesterday. Jesus is the last word on her. As our remarkable guest reminds us this morning, in an awesome way, the king and his kingdom's arrival has swept him up. And now he's serving in the new regime. And look at what God's doing. Let there be no doubt who's really in charge. Lent is a way to orient ourselves daily to our need to be saved, to be rescued by the one who's really in charge. We're a sinful, rebellious, dying people and we need to embrace the rescue that has arrived in Jesus. And as we do so, as we embrace the rescue in Jesus that we need, as we turn toward him every day, we establish little outposts that share the good news of his arrival. And our little outposts of hope and love and truth and grace proclaim that whatever oppressive, dehumanizing, destructive forces seek to impose themselves on us, they are not the true regime. Jesus is the only king, there is no other. The triune God of grace has broken in, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, as you heard in the baptism story, 
God is not content to be in heaven. God is moving toward us. So wherever we move with him in that new regime, we bring, whether it's despair, we bring hope. Whether there's fear, we bring faith. Whether there's nastiness, we bring kindness. Whether there's self-centeredness, we bring sacrifice. Where there's lacking, we bring generosity. Where there's brokenness, we bring healing. None of this is from us. The regimen is from the regime which comes from the reign of Jesus Christ, our King, through whom we come to the Father in the Spirit. It comes not from us, but through us. But he is ever faithful. The regime struggle goes right through us. If you're honest about it, each of our own lives, we battle every day, right? Which rule am I gonna follow? Which regime is gonna rule in my life? The regime of the self, the world, darkness, or the regime of the one who is the light, who has come into the world so that nothing's ever the same again. We deal with that every day, right? That's what we're here to help us, to help each other. Keep in line, stay with the regimen, stay with the regime. He's at work, he's moving. And when we do that, we proclaim in our lives and words and deeds, who really is in charge here? Not Satan, not the wilderness, not corrupt leaders, not your past, but the God we meet in Jesus Christ, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. May it be so for you and for me. Repent and believe this good news. The kingdom of God is at hand. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and all God's people said, amen. amen.